0: He managed to save uh, Fay Wray. uh they they're climbing down uh uh um Yeah, they're they're climbing down a rope, basically. <laughs> but it's a jungle rope, okay?
1: <laughs> One of those that and swings. Yeah, it's a What's jungle rope word? right? You get it. <laughs> a jungle rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going great, man. Hard.
0: Welcome to uh, Pod Hard, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, my name is Jonas Hagberg.
1: My name is Anders Hultqvist.
0: We're talking about King Kong today, baby. That uh, big, wild, crazy adventure movie of the '30s that uh, broke all the rules. Well. Maybe not really when it comes to narrative storytelling, but uh, uh, it certainly uh, broke the mold uh, uh, when it comes to special effects and uh, sound design. So this is quite important for action movies, of course. So that's why we're here and grabbing it by the balls!
1: But on narrative as well, maybe, I, I mean, the, the spectacle is allowed to take uh, front seat here as well. Mm. I mean, at first I was very skeptical when you uh, said we should watch King Kong. I, I was like, is that an action movie? But uh, but I mean, it's big, big things uh, beating on big things. So it's, it's in my ballpark. I, I love big things beating on big things.
0: Uh, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, what did you think about these uh, big things uh, pounding on these other big things in this uh, big movie?
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I guess my favorite is the King Kong versus the Tyrannosaur there's a lot of grappling and uh, throws and stuff. It's kind of funny.
0: I saw this movie, of course. I saw King Kong, the 33-year okay. version, um, like when I was very small. Um, and I don't remember anything at all of it. Um, and so the King Kong that I had um, in the back of my head was the Peter Jackson version, I would have to say. Um I've seen Skull Island 2, I've seen the 77 version as well, but uh, for me it's the Peter Jackson version that has sort of uh, become the the King Kong I remember. And it was uh, funny to see this movie and uh, notice how much Peter Jackson really um, stole (laughs) right off the bat from this movie. Uh, so, yeah, King Kong 1933, directed by uh, two dudes, Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. Schoedzack. Um And I do think it's Marion C. Cooper who has the, uh, the idea of uh, putting some uh, monkey action into a big movie. Um, I think that was like his dream when he was a little child. Uh, He started working at uh, RKO, uh, this uh, old movie studio that we don't uh, hear about as much these days because it's defunct uh, since quite a a while back. But back in the day, RKO Pictures did uh, a lot of uh, great movies. Uh, Of course, uh, Citizen Kane, uh, number one. Um, But King Kong, yeah, it was uh, a big special effects brouhaha and uh, they really went to town with the uh, special effects on this movie man. I mean they 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 made King Kong uh, like um, robot King Kong models. They made made like four different versions. You got the big robot hand, you got the big robot face. and I think they had uh, a couple of other models. Um, and then they had had these, um, um, these stop motion uh, characters, uh, which I'm guessing they built of some rubber and stuff like that, and uh, they they glued um, fur onto this creation, um, and uh, yeah, it was a hassle to uh, to get all of these different components to uh, work together.
1: The animation is great. Uh, I I could live without those close-ups on the robot uh, Kong. Looks pretty odd. Yeah, he looks quite silly.
0: Uh, It's something about about the teeth and the eyes uh, make him appear very goofy-like.
1: But on the stop-motion model, he has great uh, expressions and stuff. So Yeah, that's weird. Uh, The stop-motion
0: model is actually way, way, way better than the the model they used for the close-ups. Which sort of begs the question... Didn't they realize this when they made the movie? I mean, sure, they needed to have the the robot uh, hand for uh, grabbing on to Faye Ray's uh, heroine. Uh, but uh, yeah, and the the big uh, head is chewing on people from time to time. But that...
1: It's a pretty cool uh, effect. Yeah, but... But uh, the first time, but the, the second... Uh, yeah, he just puts them in the mouth and uh, and have them there for a while. So, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for one take, it's uh, workable, I think. But what, had people seen anything like this? Was this uh, like uh, the train arriving uh, once more, or at the station? Yeah, yeah at the station.
0: At the station. Uh, and
1: people seen anything like it? Well. Do you know? Do you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Do anyone know? I don't know uh, really, but uh, I mean, we of course know that King Kong is uh, heralded as this uh, big um, uh, showcase for both stop-motion, robot models, sound design, everything, but as with everything we're talking about, we can't be sure that nobody else has done this before. Uh, but no. it didn't reach the same heights as uh, King Kong did, of course. Um, maybe it was all those uh, different parts that really gelled and, uh, you know, made the movie the success it was. I mean, they also use uh, a lot of matte painting effects, uh, very um, in a very nice way. They. When they arrive at Skull Island, um, th- we have this uh, image of the island and the um, uh, the natives' uh, village uh, right by the the um, uh, the sand.
1: The the uh <laughs> and some animated birds flopping around. They're really good at these uh, more smooth animations. Uh... A bird flapping and uh, tails and dinosaurs move really cool because Kong is a bit more stiff mm. and uh did, 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 you know yeah so I, I like these uh, tentacle uh, tail uh, things moving yeah smooth.
0: and I mean the looks the, still looks great. the dinosaur tails uh, they really uh, they really capture the the animal likeness of those. I mean it's it's not just that the tails are swooping about a bit. Uh, it's it gives them character in a weird way. I mean when when the T-rex is um, getting back up onto his uh, legs and uh, facing Kong after being wrestled down, Uh, You can see on his tail that he's really irritated. The tail really signals this emotion from him. Um, So the the animators have really gone to town uh, um, expressing these um, dinosaurs and the Kongs emotions in a very, very nice manner.
1: I mean, my my favorite detail is when Kong has killed all these animals and is examining their dead bodies. That they put the effort to do these uh, longer scenes where he just uh, yeah move around these uh, dead bodies and uh, turn them around and uh, flop about their jaws and and yeah. uh, stuff like that. It it gives uh, the movie a lot more texture and. Uh, uh, yeah, character.
0: Mm, yeah, he so almost. I, l- be- I
1: like that detail.
0: Yeah, he almost becomes like a cat uh, who has uh, a prey and is playing with it, uh, and uh, for and uh, sort of realizing that, uh, hey, I'm not getting any more play out of this. What's happening here? Um, so yeah, he's uh, yeah he's he's a very he's a very articulate uh, character, King Kong.
1: Um, and I thought the movie started out a bit stiff. Uh, oh, I, yeah. was, I, I mean, was complaining a bit with the, the static camera and the act. And that uh, the dialogue was pretty awkward, and uh, I, I, I compared to Scarface that we've just seen, and this felt like a step back. But when we get to Skull Island and the camera starts moving, there are some uh, interesting. I mean, the camera pans, or I think dollies, across uh, the whole uh, uh, one of the dinosaurs when it has fallen, and we follow people who walks. Uh, Across, and we see the dinosaur in the background, and it follows the whole dinosaur and and stops at an animated tail. It was really cool, and there are other shots as well with uh, cool uh, camera work. So it it does start to uh, live a bit when we get to to, uh, the nature. Mm. Man against nature. Yeah, man against
0: nature. That's the theme. Well, is I... that
1: one of the five narratives or, or something that people talk about? <laughs> there are five stories. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Man against go. nature. Man against man. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, and that's it. Man against space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Slight variation. No, I don't know.
0: Well, for those not uh, for those that haven't seen King Kong, any of the versions. Uh, the basic plot is that a movie director has gotten hold of some information about uh, Sky Island and uh, wow there's some great uh, stuff going on there, uh, there's some crazy ass uh, old uh, dinosaur animals and some uh, weird giant monkey madness cahoots going on, I need to get there and film all this. But he also wants to bring a blonde beauty along the way to sort of make some weird kind of analogy about uh, beauty and the beast.
1: <laughs> he's obsessed yeah, with the beauty he, he, and the beast. Yeah, he
0: returns to this all the time. Hey, she's the beauty and he's the beast. And we're like, yeah, okay, get on with it. Uh, I There's mean, a great
1: scene early where everyone is uh, puffing on big ass cigars. There's a room full of guys with uh, cigars sticking out their mouths, puffing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke everywhere.
0: So uh, he he finds uh, Faye Ray's uh, Anne, and uh, she's like uh, poor, stricken to poverty. And this is uh, this is in the.
1: (laughs) the depression
0: yeah this is in the depression era so of course everybody is poor and strick strick struck stricken what the fuck everybody is uh, down in the dumps basically and she's trying to steal an apple and he pays for it and uh, sort of kidnaps her (laughs) to uh, uh, come with him on this boat and uh, go to Skull Island and uh, shoot a weird movie uh, as they go along. Uh, and
1: he wants to gas and uh, something and bring back as well, well do a, that, a live show. Yeah, but I think.
0: isn't that something he sort of uh, he sort of uh, thinks of uh, as uh, they go along? I don't think that was his uh, the, his goal going into Skull Island. But I might be mistaken. He talks about these grenades in the beginning of the movie as they're sitting on the ship. But yeah, we got some power here. Yeah, you don't know what we can do. We can do all the things. Um, Yeah, so anyway, there's a lot of uh, boring as hell exposition going on at the boat. But finally, they get to the island. They meet up with the natives. They tell them to uh, piss off. Um, But uh, they sure would like to uh, buy uh, Fay Ray, because uh, she has blonde hair. And that's just bananas.
1: <laughs> on the ship, there's scene after scene after scene of this uh, captain going. Uh, women shouldn't be on ships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's anything I know, there, the, it's that women shouldn't be on ships. <laughs> the, those scenes
0: between uh, Faye Ray and I think, and she's
1: like, "Oh man, he's cute." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We went so to, weird. straight back to, to the these those territories with an uh, uncharismatic floorboard uh, male. Uh, and and a woman swooning for him, and I'm like, what does she see in him? And you said he's a man. <laughs> he's a man,
0: exactly. And I, man. I think yeah. uh, these scenes, these exposition, talky scenes between Faye Ray and Bruce Cabot, I think, is called. um They're they're boring as hell, but they're so weird because he is constantly looking into the distance. Um, it's sort of right next to the camera. It's almost like if he's scanning cue cards uh, beside the camera, uh, and, and uh, he well, th- this is supposedly like his first movie or something. So it it could be that he simply wasn't uh, that good of an actor to begin with, and uh, he sort of <laughs> telegraphs that with his uh, acting. Yes, that that as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so those scenes are are extremely weird. He could
1: be a bit more animated.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But he's a man. Uh, and, uh, well, Fay Ray though, she's a woman, and she is as ex- expressive as hell, especially with her mouth. I mean, uh, they dubbed her the, the Queen of Screams back in the 30s. And, uh, yeah, we, we sort of get the point. She screams a lot. And, at the top of her lungs all the time. It's uh, it's crazy. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis can go throw herself into the wall, as we say here in Sweden. Uh, this is the real thing, this is the real stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, and once they finally get into the action, I mean, the the natives kidnap uh, Faye and uh, offers her to King Kong. He comes and grabs her and hauls ass into the jungle and uh, all of the um, shipmates and the director and the captain, they follow suit and yes, all of these great uh, dinosaur action bits uh, ensues. First we it's have a, a
1: big set piece uh, uh, or just a showcase. Yeah, it's a, it's, set, it's a set
0: piece uh, extravaganza really. Uh, they're ticking him off uh, one by one in, in a very uh, short manner. Uh, so first we got a Stegosaurus battle which uh, included that great um, um, pan or, or follow-up with the camera. Uh, over the, the Stegosaurus carcass, uh, or in its death uh, stretches. Uh, and then they're, they're <laughs> they build a, a small uh, f- uh, raft and to follow Kong and get attacked by the Loch Ness monster. And one guy, when he runs up on shore, he's so afraid that he, he climbs a tree. Uh, and like this is like a, a brontosaurus with a giant neck that can easily grab him. Oh, now I don't even have to bend my neck. Now I can just pick you off uh, here in the tree. Great. So, uh, very weird things happening. And Kong is like shaking a big uh, log that is positioned over a ravine and uh, everybody falls down the ravine. This this, uh, goes on for quite some time, Anders.
1: Yeah, that's where the the lost scene was supposed to happen. Also, where they hap- the the guys who fall down, which is some good doll action. These dolls fall down really smack in the bottom of this pit. Yeah, uh, and they it looks like they are dead. But th- there is a scene where they meet some spiders down there uh, that wasn't in the in this uh, version. Mm. But it has survived. I, I, you can watch that scene on on YouTube, uh, at least. So, and uh, in the in uh, Peter Jackson's version, he did uh, that scene as well. Mm. But with those weird worms or something that uh, swallowed people, I don't remember those from this scene. I have seen this scene. But it is also long ago. He should have done, maybe uh, <laughs> done uh, for this. Uh...
0: Yeah, and then we get to the big fight with the T-Rex, which really is the best scene of the movie, of course. Um, there's they, they really have like a wrestling match. Um, Kong is really getting at the T-Rex' uh, back legs, uh, his hind legs, and uh, sort of up upending him, and uh, jumping at him, and they're rolling around, and he ha- even does like this um, almost like a somersault uh, where he picks up uh, uh, the uh, T-Rex and throws him backwards. Um, so there's there's a lot of uh, really nice wrestling moves, and the stop-motion is great. I mean, yeah, you can see some uh, uh, rickety movements, of course, but for the most part, you're, you're really enthralled by this. It's good stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: yeah. And then uh, they... <laughs> this uh, this captain guy finds uh, Kong at the top of his mountain where he's positioned. He managed to save uh, Fay uh, They They're climbing down... Uh, uh, um... Yeah, they're, they're climbing down a rope, basically. <laughs> but it's a jungle rope, okay?
1: One of those that and swings. Yeah, it's a jungle rope, right? You get it. <laughs> a jungle rope. Yeah, <laughs> this is going great, man.
0: And uh, yeah, they're like, uh, they go down in the water. And
1: yeah, great,
0: great stuff, great stuff. <laughs> Um, so yeah and finally they uh, managed to bag Kong after the uh, director Carl Denham throws a uh, like uh, yeah one of his grenades tear gas bombs or something like sleep uh, dose uh, bomb yeah, it
1: can knock out an elephant or something they said in the beginning but i mean Kong is like uh, ten elephants
0: yeah so they should something. have thrown 10 bombs
1: uh, yeah, why not throw 10 bombs? Yeah, it's
0: a bit weird that one bomb is enough to to, to knock him out.
1: I like the gas grenade explosions, so I, I could have handled 10 of them.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: It's a bit like in that mountain movie where that guy comes and throws uh, messages from his plane. <laughs> they could, oh, could have yeah. Done, <laughs> could have done that scene, but with the gas bombs.
0: The white hell of a pits yeah. That Lenny Riefenstahl movie. Yeah, um, Yeah, well, uh, we're fortunate that uh, that didn't happen. Um, but we do get uh, an excellent uh, cutaway to New York. We don't uh, have to uh, follow on t- on a trip back to New York. Because there was some genius scriptwriter that came in and said, Hey, why, why are you thinking about how they should transport King Kong? Let's just do an epic cut back to New York and I wish uh, more movie makers uh, thought this way to cut out the boring bits Uh, yeah
1: I wish more podcasters thought about that as well okay
0: (laughs) wow being very cheeky today very very cheeky I think you all know what's happened what happens next King Kong breaks loose uh, after a bunch of photographers uh, shoot off their flashes towards Fayray and he wants to protect her so he uh, he j- runs after her she runs up into a skyscraper I'm guessing it's like their home in a big um, big house and he is he instantly climbs the house and managed to find her and <laughs> yeah and you're uh, safe
1: here this uh, floorboard the captain says yeah and, and instantly he, he is out uh, outside the window snooping in yeah doing pretty funny uh, face uh, Facial expressions. facial expressions. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it sort of looks like he's a peaking, peeping Tom almost. Like, oh yeah, what's going on in here? All right, all right, let's have a look. Oh, that's I'm on candid camera. <laughs> and um, he... Uh, well... He grabs Fay Ray and he hauls ass. Yeah, and
1: Captain uh, Loverboy attacks uh, Kong with an chair. Yeah, pretty brave uh, stuff. <laughs> and it breaks immediately, and he uh, passes out
0: hmm. directly. What a hero!
1: On, on impact, he passes out. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty good shots. So- yeah, Kong uh, attacks the subway. Yeah, uh, uh, I it, don't yeah.
0: remember this shot from the Peter Jackson version. Maybe he didn't use that. I don't know, but uh, I, yeah, it's, I don't it's, remember a, it, it's a very nice image when he sort of has uh, he's, he's made a giant hole in the in the subway rails and is sticking up his head as a train is approaching. Um, yeah, great. Yeah,
1: and he smacks that uh, train wagon, boom, boom. Wow,
0: and I mean, full of people. Yeah, this movie is brutal, man. I mean, King Kong yeah. goes to town on people. He smashes them into the ground with his uh, fists and his uh, and his uh, feet, uh, and he yeah he... pushes them down in mud. Yeah, he goes bananas, F- full force, and he's and chewing I on the, people. The,
1: the, there's great shots when he uh, is in the background and throws uh, houses. This is on the island, so throwing more like huts. Uh, And they uh, hit people in the foreground Mm. trying to run away. Yeah, innovative stuff. And they repeat this uh, a couple of times, and Mm. it's really well made. I I liked that uh, idea. And someone else did too, because it's repeated at least three times. (laughs) Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> uh, and so
0: finally he climbs uh, Empire State Building, who, which was... Um, which was uh, Pretty high. Recently made, I think. They, recently
1: made and pretty high.
0: Yeah, it's like... Yeah, well, at the time, it was the highest building in the world. So, aptly, uh, the largest creature. Well, maybe not as large as a blue whale, of course. Oh, man. I'm instantly shot down with my... Theories about largeness here. But uh, yeah, King Kong clams the, uh, the building. And uh, the captain dude has like uh, a, a talk with the... Uh, like. <laughs> we don't even
1: know what the captain dude is called.
0: Yeah, his character's name, I don't know. But uh, Bruce Cabot is the dude, dude playing him. But uh, the captain dude is uh, <laughs> having this... Uh, <laughs> This talk with the commissioner uh, of New York City. I don't know why he's uh, there with the commissioner. Uh, But it's like, oh man, so King Kong has climbed up the Empire State Building. We can't get to him. He's too far away. What can we do? And the Captain Dude is like, so yeah, maybe we could attack him with airplanes. And all of the other persons in the room go like, yeah, we can attack him with airplanes, what a great idea, let's go everybody! And they have this uh, mad dash out the door. Do you think Captain Do dreams about being a pilot? Uh, well, he dreams about being a genius, obviously, because that's what is in this scene. Nobody could have thought of this. <gasps> let's use airplanes, wow! <clears throat> and uh, And they do. And they do. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very sad scene as King Kong is uh, slowly uh, pummeled down with uh, riddled with bullets um, and uh, taking a fond farewell to Feyre. And uh, at well, he, he does play it like a drama queen at the end, I have to say. He, he fakes his falls uh, a couple of times and managed to grab onto the, um, the top of the Empire State Building a couple of times. Oh, I'm falling. No, oh, no,
1: no, I'm still here.
0: Oh, I'm falling. Ah, I can still hang on. And then finally... So you were
1: all teary but you, you started to feel cheated. Yeah, he
0: was playing with my emotions, man.
1: Yeah. I can't handle shouldn't
0: that. shouldn't do that. No, 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 no. I'm putting the blame on Kong, man. And so finally he tumbles to the <laughs> ground. And uh, the... Um, The iconic line is uh, uttered by the film director who uh, arrives at the scene at the body of King Kong and tells a commissioner, no, it wasn't the planes that killed him. It was beauty that killed the beast.
1: Yeah, he's got to get it in there one, one last time. And uh, that was the end of the puppet show.
0: That was the end of the puppet show. But we should, uh, before we end the this podcast, talk a bit about the sound design. Uh, because, of course, we talked about the special effects, which was top-notch. Um, they managed to use all manner of different uh, things. Stop-motion, robots, uh, matte paintings. Um, they used uh, sort of every trick in the book. And made a really nice result. But uh, without the great uh, foley effects, the the great sound effects, I don't think it would have been uh, as great as it is. Um, And of course this movie is uh, heralded for actually experimenting with sound in a way that hadn't been done before. I mean yes, sound movies was uh, a new thing of course, still in 1933, but Murray Spivak, the sound designer for the movie, uh, he used a lot of weird uh, sounds uh, and he sort of combined them in weird ways. So to get King Kong's roar, he combined the roars of a lion and and a tiger and sort of took them down a couple of octaves and played them in reverse. And mashed them together to get um, this uh, weird King Kong roar, uh, and it, it was the same thing with King Kong, like pounding his chest. Uh, there is actually a fantastic image of a uh, Murray Spivak uh, recording these things in an old, um, I don't know what's what what the publication is called, but it's like. Um, uh, great inventions or something—an old magazine from the '30s um, that uh, was on set when Mary Spivek was uh, recording all these great sound design effects—and uh, so they were um, they were looking for that great that perfect sound to get King Kong's uh, pounding his chest. And first they tried uh, to pound all manner of different things, but they needed to get that fleshy feeling. So finally, they positioned a dude, uh, they pulled out great big um, um, drums, um, big ass drums. And they they basically just went went at it at this guy's chest. While another dude was recording at the back, um, sort of uh, pushed his sound equipment against the guy's back. And so that is how they managed to record these thumps, uh, in the same way that uh, King Kong is uh, going at it, at his chest. Uh, and of course the T-Rex is uh, like a combination of a, a puma roar and uh, a hissing noise from the air compressor. So there's a bit of machinery going into that roar, uh, which is uh, I think very iconic. I think it's sort of the same thinking that uh, Steven Spielberg had when he made Jurassic Park. Um, So that is like how we perceive dinosaurs uh, in this day. So yeah, a big uh, props to uh, Murray Spivak for revolutionizing the use of sound.
1: Cool story, bro.
0: Yeah, man. Um, and of course uh, the music, um, we recently just saw a movie with no music and so maybe you was a bit afraid uh, that you were going to see a movie with music now
1: No, but it was used pretty sparingly I think, it, it was okay Yeah, uh, the composer
0: Max Steiner, um, people call him like the father of film music Uh, He scored uh, Casablanca, The Searchers, and uh, Gone with the Wind. So he made a lot of these booming, soaring... um, um... But you said he wasn't afraid of silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he didn't want music all the time, as is uh, so often the case in movies from the 30s and the 40s. It's like this carpet of music all the time but uh, he, he mentioned that music should come and go and serve scenes um, uh, with the with coming and going. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> um,
1: but Let's just say people should probably listen to the... What did you call him? The father of film, the, music. film
0: music. Yeah, because that's the way I think music should be used in movies. And he was uh, one of... Listen to Daddy... Listen to the daddy. And I mean, he also um, was a proponent of getting uh, all of the... Things done. Things done. (laughs) And all of the characters, their own (laughs) themes. So that is why, I mean, everybody picked up on this, of course, but um, all of the Star Wars characters has their own theme and stuff like that. Uh, Sort of binding a person to a musical theme. That was all Max Steiner's Thing and uh, but I have to say the music in King Kong was ah pretty forgettable. I I say <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I'm talking way much here.
1: Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, no, I but... can go on.
0: Uh, did you know that uh, Marion C. Cooper, the film director, uh, when he told Fay Ray, "Yeah, I'm gonna use you. You're gonna be the here the heroine of the movie," and I'm going to uh, star you against the tallest, darkest, leading man in Hollywood. And Faye Ray instantly thought, oh, he means Clark Gable. Great. And then he showed her a picture of King Kong, and she was like, uh, okay. Uh. Dud.
1: And then she had to settle for uh, Bruce Cabot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boo hoo. So
1: <laughs> so she basically got... Uh... She got
0: shafted, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and that perhaps is the end of the puppet show. Woohoo!
1: I wish I had something to add,
0: um, but uh, but I have to say, um, it was uh, it was fun seeing King Kong. Um, yeah,
1: I didn't I didn't rem- I, I mean I have s- everyone has seen uh, clips here and there, but it, it, I haven't seen it in full since I, I was a kid. Uh, so so it was fun. I didn't remember uh, parts of it, mm. yeah, at, like at all. Yeah. So I, I was even wondering, have I even seen it in full? <laughs> but but I, I think I have.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there, there was a lot of action actually in the middle of the movie. Uh, it, uh, it's
1: a big set piece.
0: Yeah, a lot. Of, when they go into the jungle, it just explodes with the stuff happening. So uh, yeah, a great uh, action vehicle um, pumping us up. The 30s, man! We got Scarface, we got King Kong. I mean, we're on top of the world now, man. (laughs) Time for some... Time to get pulled back down to reality, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's about time. Yeah.